Hello and welcome to episode number two of the Dave Health Fitness Podcast. I just want to start this episode off by saying a huge thank you to all the support and feedback that you guys gave me after the episode one. It's really good and uh, actually like I was pretty pretty buzzing with how how many people said they took a lot from it. Um, so yeah, that was pretty cool. And it's just me talking into a microphone. As I say, no edits, no fancy anything really, just me chatting away. So uh, so yeah, really impressed with that. And obviously, uh, been getting some absolute stick after the first embarrassing stories, the amount of messages, how's things. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a good source of entertainment for the last week. So fair play to you guys getting stuck in, giving me the banter, and I'm all here for it. So, uh, so there's plenty more stories where that came from. Um, so I hope you enjoyed that side of things. Um, so yeah, I'm just gonna say now, like, if you want to go on, give me a five star rating on Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. I mean, that's what all the other podcasters do, right? So yeah, that would be much appreciated if you could do that for me, and then uh, and then we'll get stuck in to episode two, which is all about fitness training and exercises for beginners, and more about just how to create a sustainable exercise that routine that you can stick to for life. Um, I thought it'd be good before, like when we dive into things, to just highlight the importance of exercise because it often doesn't get talked about these days. Everybody knows, like, oh yeah, you should exercise, but in order to really kind of give you that extra bit of motivation, I think it's important just how you know you realize just how important exercise is to a long-term healthy life and literally all the health markets. It's one of the most studied things in the world. The benefits of exercise and how it can benefit you not just right now but also later in life as well so it does actually reduce your risk of heart disease stroke and certain type of cancers which is obviously incredible and so important for longevity of life it strengthens your bones and muscles so this is kind of any kind of exercise but um i guess like cardiovascular obviously for your heart lungs etc and then uh, uh strength resistance training for your bone muscle health everything like that so this is particularly important as you age because there's conditions such as sarcopenia and osteoporosis that are like so basically if you don't use your muscles they start to atrophy which means that they actually will reduce as you get older and that makes things like wiping your own ass getting dressed getting out of the shower ever so more difficult as you age so you know if you want to be have a good quality of life for yourself but also for like your family your grandkids still be able to do the things that you love to do as you age is so so important that you do some kind of muscle strengthening exercises because it's not just about muscles as well it's also bones so um osteoporosis like literally means like you'll have holes in your bones so you know how it's the old adage of like oh if you see an old lady and she falls down she broke her hips well actually there is a lot of truth to that because they they do have a lot of um or if you don't train you will have a lot of um holes in your bones and your bone health will be reduced and that obviously it means that you will increase the risk of actually breaking your bones as you get older which obviously then means it's harder to recover as well so it's super important for everything that i've just discussed there and then so that was uh one and two kind of reduce your risk of heart disease strokes and cancers two is strengthening your bones and muscles three is increasing and improving your mental health and mood so we know in the short term acutely that exercise obviously boosts mood and we all know like things like the runner's high we've all heard of that but now they're actually prescribing um exercise for mental health conditions and 
just speaking anecdotally, like I know my mental health is always in a good position when I'm in a consistent exercise routine. And I know that for a lot of my friends and family, the ones that have struggled with their mental health a lot in the past tend to be the ones that do not have kind of like a consistent exercise routine or something that they struggle with am i saying that exercise will solve a mental health crisis absolutely not but am i saying will it help absolutely i think it will so number four is it promotes better sleep and we all know the benefits of sleep nowadays and i'll cover that in more in depth in a later episode number five so it increases your strength obviously flexibility and balance and it's great for fat and weight management so obviously it's a really good tool uh, for managing your weight and helping with that helps cognitive function as you age and so not only your bone and muscle strength um, but also your cognitive function as you age so keeping you ticking over and obviously healthy in that kind of way and finally it enhances your quality of life so for me when I know like when I was overweight as a teenager when my friends used to you know ask me to go to the beach and stuff like that I was absolutely dreading the thought of being able to go to the beach take my top off in front of my friends got called a fat kid anyway so i know that's just setting them up for more of that and that honestly would make me really anxious before anything's like that so just you know going through that and i think it's so important and if your friends you know ask you to go on a hike or something like that i really struggled in the past where i just didn't think i would be fit enough to do so so i think having a good baseline of fitness is, is really important for enhancing the quality of life and and um, doing that way so those are the benefits of exercise so hopefully that gives you a bit of extra context about about why we should be moving our bodies not only for the physical side of things but also the mental side of things as well the next thing i'm going to cover is a type of exercise and i'm putting these into two very broad categories which then can be split down but i'm just going to keep it very high level for this exercise uh, for this episode and we're going to break um some more of the science down in some of the later episodes as we go so the first type is kind of cardiovascular training or aerobic training um and this can be you know walking cycling swimming any kind of sport and again that's so really good for increasing uh, your heart and lung health and everything like that and then the other type is strength strengthening exercise so this could be strength or resistance training and whether that's at the home or gym whatever you feel comfortable with and you can find a great deal of benefit in whichever way you like to train as long as you are consistent with it and it's something that you enjoy can keep up long term so strength training people do tend to think of the gym but that's absolutely not the case i think covid really taught us that with some pretty basic equipment and a small amount of investment you can still get some really good workouts in at home which i personally found as well so i've kind of grouped uh, yoga pilates and mobility work and stretching into these strengthening exercises because it's proving your balance it's proving your core strength uh, so at the very top line level i've kind of uh, categorized those in together now when it comes to kind of guidelines for how much exercise you should be doing in the week so the nhs guidelines so that's the national health service that's in the uk for anybody listening outside um so that would be they recommend 150 minutes of moderate aerobic activity so that's what i was just discussed there about the cycling swimming running anything like that uh, so 150 minutes of that moderate aerobic activity or 75 minutes of vigorous so that might be high intensity interval training or something like that or 
sprints or something like that so anything a bit higher intensity than the likes of swimming or cycling and then two strength sessions a week so i think it's really good actually that they do include two strength sessions uh, within the weekly recommended guidelines but again that's an average that you take um so yeah just to uh, just to kind of repeat that 150 minutes of aerobic activity or two strength sessions a week so that's kind of the bare minimum or the guidelines uh, for the average person but i think as an individual you should really be aiming to kind of do some kind of daily walking and i know that sometimes doesn't always work out in the way it wants wants you to but i think for in terms of your physical and mental health it's really important to try and get out into nature and get a daily walk in and then again incorporating some kind of strength training and that doesn't have to be you know training sessions in the gym going for an hour it can be 20 minute workout from home it can be just body weight exercises you know particularly if you're starting out as a beginner you can get a lot of benefit from just doing some at home exercises which some of my el more elderly clients are doing and they're feeling massive benefits from and increasing their strength that way so and then finally some kind of element of cardio uh, whether that's sports or some kind of running i think that's really good to try and incorporate into your uh, weekly routine which i'm going to come on to next so for me you now know the benefits you now know the kind of the recommendations and the ways you can train in terms of cardiovascular or aerobic training or strengthening which i've grouped resistance training and mobility work together into that so now the next stage for me is kind of coming up with your weekly exercise routine and how that could potentially look for you and this could never be a blanket statement because everybody is so different and individualized in the way that they like to exercise or train and there's not a one size fits all for this so step one for me in time in terms of setting up your weekly routine is first to define your goals and i really want to emphasize the your part of this because don't feel like you have to set goals as per like society standards or what someone else is telling telling you to do what is your goal if that's in terms of weight loss or um you know if you want to train if you want to get stronger if you want to look a certain way and you know a lot of people they do give shade on like having aesthetic based goals but again if that is what you want to achieve and if that's what's going to keep you exercising consistently then you absolutely go for it um and this is the main thing like it's your goals it's personal to you whether you share them with other people or not i think it's really important first to define what you want to get out of your exercise and you know for a lot of people if it's not aesthetic space some people just want to feel a bit fitter healthier move a bit better move without pain as well which again is really really important and then from there so once you've defined your goals so what is the long-term goal and you know if there's anything what what you want to achieve so you know for some people it might be to run a marathon for some people it might be to run a 5k without stopping so i think it's really important to define kind of uh, what your goals are in the short term and then f have a look at longer term as well and what you can do to get there and then from there have a think about your weekly process and what you can do week by week to chip away and work towards that long-term goal because the long-term goal is going to give you some focus but it's your weekly processes that are going to get you there so for example i'm currently training for a marathon at the end of october so for me I know that my long-term goal is to run run the marathon and for me it's my first ever one so I just want to complete it so then I work backwards from that and I think okay so what do I need to be doing on a weekly basis in order to make sure that I'm training capably to do this marathon 
So for me, it's really important that I keep up my sports and that I keep doing that because that's something that I enjoy. So I really enjoy the social side as well as um, just the enjoyment side of, of playing the sports. And then also I'm really trying to build up um, my running capacity in my legs. So I'm planning to do, so I did a half marathon on Saturday and that was really good. Did that with my brother and then I'm going to build up to 30 kilometers and I think that will be my the longest run that I do within my training for that. So for me, I know what my long-term goal is right now and then I'm working out my weekly process in order to get there. And kind of just while we're here again, so your weekly process, that's what's going to get you the long-term results. But I covered this very briefly on my last episode and I really want to hammer this point home. So with exercise, that is a tool that can be used for fat loss. But the main way that you lose lose weight, lose body fat, is through managing your food intake. So what I really want to kind of get to everybody and if everybody increased their understanding of this, I think everybody would be in a really good way to stay a bit more consistent with their exercise. So in order to lose fat, manage your food intake. That's the number one priority. And then exercise should actually be used for health and enjoyment. And that's what is going to help you keep it up for long term. So step one, define your goals. What is your long term goal? And then what are the weekly processes that you can use in order to get there? And then step two, find out what you enjoy. Or for some of you, it's going to be what you hate the least and then how you can fit this into your weekly schedule. Because the key to getting better and long-term success is consistency. So if you are prescribed a you know, a running plan and you need to run three times a week at max pace, like if you don't like that, the chances of you sticking to that long-term are very, very slim. So what is it that you enjoy? And it doesn't have to be resistance training at the gym it could be training at home it could be swimming it could be cycling literally absolutely anything that you enjoy and how can you fit that into your routine and that is going to be so important for you enjoying it and also for the long-term success and then step three is how can you keep yourself accountable to keep doing this exercise so one really um, crucial way is getting others involved so is there anybody friends family that you can you know get involved and get them coming along with you or training with you like can you get a training partner for the gym or something like that or maybe it could be joining a team so if you join a sports team you know it's not only if you don't do the exercise you're not only kind of letting yourself down it's everyone else that you've committed to excuse me just a little bit there there's a the first book up maybe of this episode but as you know we're raw dogging it so we're gonna the show goes on anywho so yeah, joining the team and then like, who can you make yourself accountable to, to really keep that? And it's not just like holding yourself accountable. It's like for a lot of people, they really enjoy the social aspect of exercise and I'm, I'm the exact same. So, you know, if you are looking forward to seeing these people that you build a connection with through sport, I think that's really crucial in order to keep yourself motivated, accountable and consistent with it. And then if it's not any of those, it could be, you could prefer exercising on your own. You know, it's, could you potentially hire a coach or something like that that will um, that will keep you, uh, you know, obviously I'm available, but it doesn't have to be me. I would, you know, recommend to anybody, particularly if you're starting out and you're a true beginner within the gym, hiring a coach is one of the best things that you can do in terms of increasing your competence and skill level within that because, you know, humans, we hate, doing stuff that we're not good at but 
whenever you start anything and this is not just about the gym this is literally anything you are going to suck at it basically and you know as i said people don't like to do what they're not good at but in order to get good at it you need to build that experience and that competence so hiring a professional can be a really beneficial way to do this and i'm going to give you an example now of the way i use this so surfing uh so when i was in australia some surfing is something that i all really wanted to do day one i was like oh how hard can it be i'm watching all these surfer dudes on uh, on the beach on the gold coast gold coast and i was like how hard can it be like it doesn't look that hard i was trying for a good two three hours with my mate kyle and i was not even a smidgen near catching the waves i was wiping out the board was hitting my face i was looking like a drowned seal honestly it was um it was a very humbling experience so literally later that afternoon i got on a butter lesson for the next day bearing in mind like three hours of trying 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 couldn't get anywhere near standing up um but by the end of a two-hour lesson literally the following morning i was able to stand up on the board and then from there i build up the foundation and the knowledge to know basically how to catch a wave so the very fundamentals and then i could use that and go away and practice that skill and get better and better and with each time with each experience i was able to increase my confidence but honestly if i had never hired a coach or paid for a lesson i would have still been absolutely bombing out on those waves getting thrown left right and center and would never in increase my surfing ability so that's just one example there for you to maybe take some inspiration from and here's a bit of a kind of shameless plug so if you are looking for some people to get involved with in sport uh, a business i run side along my coaching is fell fitness community where we run sports and social events uh, basically for anybody of all ages all abilities um, and that's just something that i knew because i know know that people when they first move to a city it's really hard to make friends as an adult um you know outside of your work and stuff but if you like a sport that you played if you played netball or rounders or something in school it's really hard to like kind of find a group of people to do that with so i've set that up as as a business that i run i don't actually make any money of it i do it because i love it so much um like tomorrow night we're doing volleyball and then wednesday we got netball with my queens and i love always getting humbled by them but yeah anyway back to it so step one define your goals what's your long-term goal and what are the re weekly processes that you can use to get there step number two find out what you enjoy and find out how you can fit that in and then three how can you keep yourself accountable whether it's getting others involved joining a team you know following a program or hiring a coach whatever it happens to be find the one that works for you and then you can go from there so the next thing I want to discuss is kind of the difference between training and exercising. And I think exercising used to get a bad rap, or particularly like I know that I felt a certain way about exercising, but my mindset has really changed on that over the kind of last year or so. So exercising for me is kind of, the gym is a good example to use for this. Kind of you go in, you do like 20 minutes on some random cardio machine, you go from machine to machine, whatever is free, and you kind of, you're doing, just kind of moving your body just for the sake of it. And in the past, I used to thought, oh, why are people doing this? Like, it seems like a bit of a waste of time, but I've really kind of changed my mindset on this through like running my boot camps. So for a lot of people there, they just like to come, they like the social side of it, they like to move their bodies for an hour. And even though, um, yeah they're not throwing like they're not tracking anything through that way they're just coming they're enjoying it and in the past i was like mm, 
maybe you can you know take things to the next level but if that's the way that is going to keep you consistent and if that's something that you enjoy in then absolutely go ahead but what i would the caveat to that is don't complain about not getting the results from exercising where you see others are training and training well and they're following some processes to get them there because if you're just exercising and you want to look a certain way for example like if you're a guy that wants to grow his chest or if you're a lady that wants to grow their glutes um if you're if you're just going and exercising and you're not tracking and you're you're not training in a certain way and then you complain about getting the results for me you like that's incongruent like they're two different sides of the coin so you can't be expecting just going in and doing exercise and expect the results of someone that's training which then takes me on to training and for me this is kind of like the next level of exercising so training when you have this in place it's you are training for something so and again it could be performance based you know you could be training for a marathon you could be training to achieve a 200 kg deadlift whatever that is then you are training for something and then you have a specific plan to get there and for a lot of people, if they never track their weights before, again, I'm going to use the gym as an example because it's a good one to use. Just by monitoring your progress and actually having a training plan that is more optimal for you, you will be absolutely astounded about the the levels that you can go through and the results that you will get from kind of following a bit more of a structured training program. And it's as the old adage goes, like what gets measured gets improved. So if you are genuinely training for something, if you want to look a certain way, if you want to hit a certain performance level, you need to have a training structure in in progress and really be working towards things. So that's the difference between training and exercising. Either is absolutely fine. It just depends who you are, what your goals are and where you want to get to. Okay. And in terms of actual resistant training, I'll be coming sets, reps, rest periods, um, intensity, everything like that on a later episode. So stay tuned for that and I'll teach you everything you need to know about how to optimally gain muscle. But that is for another episode. Okay, so the next section I'm going to move on to is a warm-up slash cool-down. Again, so different people uh, are going to do this in different ways, but it is really good for warm-ups, obviously before exercise, to get some kind of a warm-up in. But for like the gym and things like that, it doesn't need to be as intense as some routines on social media with how do you believe and again it's an individualistic approach because i know for example when i come in and do my upper body days like for me my warm-up just looks like something to get my body moving and that actually for me might be biking to the gym instead of driving on that particular day because then i'm kind of killing two birds with one stone i'm traveling there and i'm also getting a bit of a warm-up in getting that blood pumping so the first kind of section of that warm-up is going to be some kind of just something to get your heart rate up at a lower intensity and then you can build the intensity as you go and then for your warm-up it's actually so you don't want to do static stretches so you know for example if you were coming in and you're pulling your leg up to your bum for a quad stretch you would want to be doing something more dynamic um so what i tend to do is i tend to do uh whatever movement i'm doing first i'll do a really really lightweight on that movement and then go through like do like 20 reps of that really light just going through the motions and then whilst i rest and build it up i'll do some kind of dynamic stretch for that area so i might do like some lunges before i squat in i like to 
track my hands down a bar and really come into a deep squat and for me like i've got really stiff hips because i'm a big lanky bastard um so i need to take like for my warm-up for leg day will be between five and ten minutes but on an upper body day i'm fairly confident with that my mobility is fairly decent so i will be i will be less inclined to do a longer warm-up for that so again don't need to hammer it home and if you've only got an hour in the gym don't feel like you need to absolutely hammer the warm-up just do some movements for the body parts that you're going to be doing get some nice static uh, dynamic sorry stretches in there and then go from there and then after obviously after you want to do a bit of a cool down this is when you can start to build in those static stretches if you want to do things like foam rolling and stuff to release some of the tension again that's a tool that you can use is it essential probably not but if you really want to be recovering from your sessions that can really help so speaking of rest and recovery again this is going to be essential for keeping your long-term exercise consistently and sometimes again it's just better to listen to your body like if you're feeling particularly fatigued if you've got um, chronic muscle soreness that's really hampering you then that is your body giving you a sign to take a rest but alongside that it's in really important to incorporate rest days within to your program and again this relates to more of the training side of things and that's why um you know so when you are uh, doing resistance training your muscles actually grow outside the gym so in the gym you cause things called micro tears and obviously your muscle needs time to rest in order to recover those muscles um so that's why you hear about like different training splits um so you might have heard like the bro split where it's like legs on one day chest back shoulders whatever that again not the most optimal but we'll cover that in a later episode so basically you are you are still able to put some amount of work in uh, but you are giving different muscle groups different uh, chances to recover and that's going to be optimal for making sure that they come back they're building better and stronger and rest is so important it's maybe one of the most overlooked factors within that and it's important not only to incorporate rest days into your training program and across the week uh, but to also listen to your body as I've discussed and alongside of that as well sleep so I know I've said it I've said it in the last episode I said it in this episode sleep is going to be absolutely essential for making sure that you are getting enough rest and recovery in so that is going to be really key for that okay and the final kind of point I want to discover in terms of building this in is how can you make exercise like build it into your lifestyle because and again, it's, it's more about how you identify yourself. So instead of being like, I'm a person who do who does exercise, becoming more like, I'm a person who like exercises regularly, who enjoys it. And it's instead of like aiming to seek and be like, oh, I've got to exercise today. You know, you're dreading it. It's like, how can you fit that into your routine to make it like, oh, I get to exercise today. Like, I'm a privilege. I get to move my body because there's so many people out there that would kill for that opportunity, um, you know, to get what you do, to move your body, to do it in a healthy way and to really build up your confidence in whatever you're doing and build that up and make it into a lifestyle. So as I've said uh, previously, like, so once you once you know your long-term goals and your weekly process, then it's a fa- factor of finding out what you enjoy and how to fit it in. So, and again, it's, how can you make it into your lifestyle so you can really keep that going and become an exercise person rather than being someone who exercises and make it part of your identity so is there a way that you can like build it into your weekly routine build it into your work days or anything like that and again who can you get involved to help you keep this up 
And then finally, the last thing. So if you are finding that you are, you know, your training is coming a bit stale because this can happen from time to time and it does happen to everybody. One technique that I've used in the past and that I'm currently using now is basically what can you do like what event can you book? What challenge can you give yourself to really push yourself out of your comfort zone and take things to the next level? So, for example, in 2019, I was finding my training was really stale. I was kind of lacking motivation in the gym. I wasn't really uh, motivated to do everyone. And, you know, this is coming from someone who has always exercised, has always loved sport. So it's just to show you that this can happen to absolutely anybody, even someone who like really likes training and exercising and all the rest of it. So it does happen from time to time. And in 2019, I found myself, I was like, oh, I'm just going through the motions. I'm not really making progress in the gym. I don't really have that fire in my belly to really push myself and like keep going with it. So what I did is I booked myself a charity boxing fight for ultra white collar boxing. And honestly, the promise and my mate who I'm actually grateful that he said this to me, we were on the in the car one day, uh, G Rose, shout out. Um, we were in the car and he was like, Dave, you do realise that, you know, your fight's going to be recorded. There's like, there's 45 people that were going to be there watching for me. And he was like, we're going to be recording this. And if you get knocked out, you will never live this down. We will have footage of it. It will be brought up at your wedding. It, probably my funeral as well, knowing them. Um, so I was, I was like, and when he put that, put it to me like that, I was like, fuck, yeah. I get knocked out all my mates are gonna have footage of me they're never gonna let me live it down so you bet your goddamn ass that i'm gonna start fucking training for this thing and for me that was really beneficial in kind of giving myself resetting that focus giving myself something new to aim for push, pushing myself out of my comfort zone and then giving my training like a bit of focus so my question to you is what what is that what is it that you can do, that you can book, that you can literally log on today, book something, whether it's a 10K in your local area, whether it's some kind of, you know, charity event, it doesn't have to be boxing or anything like that, or, you know, signing up for a sports team, like, what can you do that is booking yourself, so you're paying your money for it, so this is going to teach you to value it, that can just give you that little bit of extra thing, that even if it's in the future, like, if you've got that in the back of mind, it will help give you bit of focus and help you really push towards that goal because i know it's done for me in that past i booked a marathon this year so i could uh, develop my competence with this give my training a bit of focus try something a bit different to my usual resistance training and i found that really beneficial again so have a think if there's anything if any of you do end up signing anything i'd love for you to like put it on your story give me a tag saying thanks dev i've just signed up to this as you hopefully we do see a few of them but if not, that's, again, just sharing one technique that I've used in the past to uh, to really help me uh, give some focus and evaluation. Okay, so that's everything that I wanted to cover in this episode. And it was more about just like really relaying the benefits of exercise because I think it's something that's really overlooked these days. And then also like how can you um, build a sustainable exercise routine to keep it up for life and really become personal exercise so you can feel all the benefits that i covered at the start of this podcast but yeah so you've made it this far therefore it is time for the next embarrassing story now this was the one like when i've spoken to my mates uh, about it they were i was like oh what what story are you going to tell this is the one that consistently came up and this is the story of the pismas tree okay oh god i can't believe i'm doing this anyway 
so every year on Christmas Eve Eve, so the night before Christmas Eve, um, on, me, and, me and all my friends, we go to a, a Bring Your Own Booze curry house in York, and we basically like book massive table out, and then, yeah, we go for ch- drinks, and then we go out in town after, and me and my me my brother and my best mate we lived we rented a house together for about five years and so we were like so it was between the age of 18 to 23 so you can imagine um guys that age sharing a house like that was kind of the party house whenever there was an event and we didn't people didn't know whether to host it like we'd just be like yeah you can have the party here whatever and that means that also like after town we'd have absolutely rafters and rafters of people uh, come in and stay in at our house just like yeah it was cool whatever and then one thing we used to do when we knew we had a lot of people staying was we'd get the mattress from my bed and then we'd put it in the lounge so like basically like five to six people could like sleep within the same vicinity anywho so we've all been obviously drinking a lot throughout the curry um, and then yeah maybe like got a bit too fucked up and then basically so after the night there was a good, I think there was like six of us that came back to the house and then we had a few more drinks and, and the rest of it, um, basically. And then, yeah, so my friend was sleeping on the mattress on the floor and I was on the sofa. Yeah, God knows how I got kicked off my own mattress. But anyway, so all of a sudden, my friend starts to hear this pitter-patter and I guess... You can only really describe it as, you know, when you're in a tent and it's like there's some light rain outside and you can kind of hear it on the side of the tent. Apparently, that's what it sounds like. So he obviously wakes up because he is you're very confused, as I'm sure a lot of people would be. And what does he see? He sees me standing over him, with, like basically weeing all over him, all over the quilt, the mattress, whatever. So he's like, Dave, what the hell are you doing? Understandably, I mean, that's fair enough. So he turns and like he pushes me away, like whilst I'm still weeing. So I just turn around, and bearing in mind, so it's Christmas Eve Eve, so all the Christmas trees there, the presents are under the tree. I get turned around and I am weeing all over the Christmas tree. As you can imagine, this is causing quite a commotion. So, like, the three of the lads that are sleeping there, they wake up and to the sight of me weeing all over the Christmas tree, all over the presents, and like, they're like, Dave, what the F are you doing? Like, what are you doing? And I'm, and I'm stood there, like, I'm not pissing, I'm not pissing, whilst pissing everywhere. So my housemate, George, he is literally like, he can't even speak, he is laughing so much. And the thing is, like, so my brother and my sister-in-law, they were staying upstairs, and it was Mike's presence, my brother, who's under the tree, and who got soaked and everything like that so george went up and he tried to articulate to them what was happening they came down and the look of absolute horror on the faces they're fuming which quite understandably so i mean i was pissing all over the presents that someone had given to the other person that was to receive so eventually it kind of calmed down and then i very shyly had to like woke up extremely hungover in the morning to the sight of mike hair drying his presence which i had pissed all over and if you're listening to this mike then i am still extremely sorry for this day um but it made for a funny story all the same okay so that's the end of the pod and that's another embarrassing story for you still got about 23 to go before we go but yeah thank you very much for listening i will see you in the next episode
Peace out. Cheers.